This is Miniflix, episode number 40. Welcome, gentlemen. Welcome to you. Yeah. Thank you very much. I'm very glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> so tonight we're talking about uh, the 2015 Josh, Josh Trank movie, Fantastic Four, a contractually obligated motion picture um, that was put out <laughs> to retain the rights to the Fantastic Four franchise and not let them revert back to Marvel. Um, this movie, it was historically panned. I think it was the, I think it was the biggest box office loser of, of 2015. Um, it lost something like $300 million or something like that. Holy shit. It had an incredibly troubled production. It won like two, two, the two big Razzies as it were for the year. Um, and, and like a lot of people working with the film kind of went to great pains to distance themselves from it. Um, to the point where even like um, Sue Storm, Kate Mara hasn't actually ever seen it, um, <laughs> just based on the reactions that other people have had. But not me. I watched it. And I'm not going to bury the lead on this, guys. It's not that terrible. Now, wow. I have, no. I have a couple caveats uh, around that thing. So real quick, this is the story of um, a bunch of scientists and... Um, one of their friends and they basically um, travel somewhere. They get infected by this weird kind of like radiation stuff that gives them all these crazy powers. And they kind of spend the rest of the movie dealing with that and trying to figure out how to undo their, all their crazy powers, which you can see if you know anything about the fantastic four or you've seen the movie poster. Um, and yeah, so when I say it's not that terrible, what I mean when I say that is two things. One, um, I don't know anything about the Fantastic Four. Um, I never read the comics. I, I, the only thing I really knew about them was from the previous round of movies, um, the ones that had Chris Evans as Johnny Storm in them. Um, and I think that's pretty much my, the extent that I was. So there was, I, I, my understanding is this movie takes a lot of liberties with the origin of the Fantastic Four, which I think is part of people's problems with it. Um, but I don't know anything about those origin movies. <laughs> that is fair. I mean, the Fantastic Four, I think, is very revered in a way because it was, it was Marvel's first super team. Like, it, it is the first team of superheroes that Marvel ever did. And, and it was very, very successful when it, is, when it came out. So it predates predates the X-Men and the Avengers and all those other people. Right, which is baffling to me because it's like a guy who can stretch his body a whole lot, a guy who's on fire and can fly, a woman who can turn herself invisible, and a guy who's basically made of rocks. Right. Um, <laughs> which is weird. Um, and... And seeing it on the screen, like seeing the convoluted way they each kind of get their powers, you're kind of like, hmm, okay. Um, but, you know, you ha you're kind of working backwards from where you want to end up. Right. The other reason that I think is more interesting about why I did not hate this movie is um, it doesn't play like any other superhero movie, which probably in 2015 kind of sucked. But now there's so much superhero stuff out there that to see something that's like really different um, is even in and of itself is refreshing, even if the difference isn't, isn't amazing. And the way this film kind of plays out is the first third of it is basically like science nerds geeking out. Um, like, and then the middle, and then the, what kicks off like the back two thirds is the incident that creates the fantastic four. 
And then the middle third is a little bit, I, I hate the term body horror, but it's a little bit that, um, like it's a little bit Cronenberg, like a little bit like yeah. you know, people like dealing with what's happened to them. Yeah. And well, like, I would imagine, especially Ben Grimm, the, the, uh, the thing, I mean, most like, I think the original, sorry, original, the 2002 or whenever it was, uh, version of the fantastic four, the one where Michael Chiklis was, uh, Oh, was yeah. the thing like yeah. i think that also sort of played with the same thing at least for his character it's a pretty common thing i think with this character especially because he doesn't look normal whereas the others all right. do although in this one reed richards can't control him his flexible body without the help of a suit that holds well, them together kind of well that would be a problem <laughs> um so like in like so when it first happens he's kind of like got like a floppy arms and legs and torso and he kind of like he kind of like lumbers around and can't really control it which is kind of freaky um and then so that's the middle half is them kind of like dealing with it <coughs> excuse me and they're kind of working with the government some of them and then the back third is kind of traditional superhero like you have um you have the super villain and they have to like come together as a team to fight them but that's really like the very end of the movie, right? The rest of it isn't kind of about that. It's and the pacing is slow and it's meditative, um, and it's just really different. Um, and you can tell this is a movie that had heavy studio involvement, like, um, and you can you can tell, right? There, like, I'm not I'm not going to sit here and say like this is like an amazing gem that people don't realize, um, but it's it's you know, it's, it's different. And I, and I have to give them credit for trying to do something different. I understand why it didn't land. If I had seen it in 2015, when I wasn't like on MCU overload, I probably would have felt the same way, but to see something like that now, it's like, yeah, okay. I can get behind this. Like, hmm. how was Michael B. Jordan? I mean, it's interesting in these fantastic four movies as they essentially have Marvel people in them. Yeah. yeah, because because every everybody becomes a Marvel person at some point, pretty yeah, much. Sooner or later, they always get you. But um, they're pretty big Marvel people, right? You're talking about like the main bad guy in Black Panther and fucking Captain America. Well, Captain America is the other version. Yeah, yeah, yes. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, these, yeah. These right. movies have Marvel people in them, right? Um, yeah, he was he was really good. Like he's um, he's charismatic. His role is kind of um, like. He's kind of the, the the Tony Stark of the group insofar as like he's not like a pure scientist, but he's the guy who can like fix or build anything. Um, and that's kind of like his way in. And um, no, he's really good. He's like, like what, what I imagine, like it's a lot like the Chris Evans version, which I imagine is probably a lot like the comics version. Like he's, he's the guy who's like into his powers and is excited by them and is like happy to have them and wants to use them to help people. Um, so he's like the upbeat kind of, member of the group who's like who's like yeah i'm into this like let's do it kind of a thing right i think this is right before he like this is kind of like in that land between movie star and friday night lights was like this was the first like he wasn't like jacked in this movie yet right no no he's a pretty skinny guy like he got like jacked for maybe creed and yeah then like, he definitely got jacked for creed and then like just and then black panther yeah. yeah 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 no he's a lot he's a lot smaller than this and i think that um yeah, I mean, everyone, um, I think the the guy who really got tanked from this is um, the guy who played Reed Richards, Miles Teller. Like, he's kind of, like, been in nothing since then. Um, and I think 
He no kind way, of, dude. That guy's been in a lot. Yeah, Miles Teller's in tons of stuff. Is he? Yeah. Was it was He's, it all after <laughs> Fantastic? Was it all before Fantastic Four somehow? Um, I don't know. Maybe um. Okay, you see him everywhere. What, what yeah. was a uh, Whiplash was before Fantastic Four? Yeah, yeah. I guess it was the year before Fantastic Four. Yeah, I mean, before it, he was in. Yeah, he was in like the Divergent movies, which I hear were pretty popular when all of a sudden done. Um, he's he's got a bunch of stuff coming out, so maybe his he's finally like been hiding yeah, long enough. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's the main guy. It looks like in the new Top Gun, like the young guy in Top Gun who Tom Cruise I I assume teaching. <laughs> or have to fight <laughs> something like that exactly something like that yeah. um yeah, yeah so maybe maybe his career took a brief dip after this movie um but i mean like he like, like again like he's i i think i think this my through line in this is i think this movie is kind of unjustly maligned um it's not great right um but it's not like so much worse especially than the other fantastic four movies and it's hard to remember what superhero movies were kind of like pre MCU. Um, That's true. You know, and, and like you said, I think, I mean, looking at like the reviews when this movie came out, I think that was what a lot of them are saying where that it's like, you know, like, why does, why is this movie so devoid of fun? Basically was, was kind of what a lot of critics like had a problem with and audiences I would imagine too. Right. Um, you know, because because, you know, it basically came out, what, like the same year as uh, Avengers Age of Ultron, I think, 2015. Yeah, would have been, so. been right around there. So it was kind of right when Marvel was really, you know, hitting its stride. Not that I love Age of Ultron, but I feel like, you know, you would basically gotten through two phases of the MCU at that point already. Right. Guardians of the Galaxy had come out the year before. Uh, Captain America Winter Soldier had come out the year before, like a couple of really strong movies. Uh, for Marvel had come out. And so, yeah, yeah. I, I, I kind of get it. But so, so so I get what you're saying. It's like it's not a great movie, but it is interesting enough just because it takes a different approach. Yeah, because I, mean, I mean, the other way you can go like is like, you know, the, the Nolan trilogy of like darkness. And this movie doesn't go that way either. Right. It's not dark. Right. It's not light and fun, but it's more contemplative. Right. Um, I have a question. Yeah. Do you, do you guys notice in these in the first film, the bad guy? typically isn't all that scary or menacing or bad it's this like in order for the sequel to stand up you need to have a great villain but typically the first one think of like iron man it's like how bad was you know the dude as as a bad guy like one how was the bad how was the villain in this movie and two does it really matter or was it just kind of tacked on i kind of always felt like by the way that like the bad guy in iron man was just kind of tacked on yeah, so, I mean, the character in this movie is one of the best bad guys that Marvel has. I don't know how he I don't know how he's portrayed, but Dr. Doom, right, is the bad guy. And I mean, that's, you know, he's not exactly an easy bad guy to portray, but he's one of the most iconic bad guys that, you know, there is in Marvel. Right. So, again, no frame of reference, but he he basically shows up. He shows up at the he's like kind of not he's 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 there for the first third not there for the second third at all. And he shows up to kick off like the finale, the last third of the movie at the end um, in, in Dr. Doom form. And I would say in, in like in that form, it's, he's not super great. He's not super compelling. He's kind of like plot advancement guy. Um, and um, like if, if he's supposed to be like super complex and super interesting, 
um, like they don't go that way with him. Um, and the movie kind of takes it to a place where like, mm, we're probably not going to see that character again. Like if the, if that, if that universe had continued, um, which is, you know, if, if he's supposed to be like their lifelong nemesis or whatever, that's, that's too bad. But, um, so yeah, I would say that the movie isn't really about fighting bad guys. It's, it's about, um, these guys like make, like being very ambitious making a mistake like a really terrible mistake and then having to deal with the consequences of that which they each do kind of in a different way um, until they eventually like make peace with it and come together at the end um which makes it sound like maybe i'm making it sound more highbrow than it actually is but like <laughs> it is like you know kind of like i said it is kind of like contemplative in a way that like a lot of movies kind of a lot of superhero movies kind of aren't um, and I think, and there's definitely a better way they could have done it than, than what they did. Um, but it's, it's interesting to see a different take on it quite, quite honestly. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Cause like what, what popped into my head as soon as you said the word contemplative, when I think of superhero movies and contemplative, I think of a movie that I believe we all saw together in the theater a very long time ago, which is the Ang Lee Hulk, which is just kind of a mess. Um, I, I, I don't remember what I thought about it at the time, but, you know, in, in retrospect, it's like a movie that is. That movie was like trying to have its cake and eat it, too, I think, you know, in, in that it was like trying to give you like the Hulk, like Hulk smash moments, but then also trying to be this like Greek tragedy at the same time. And it like just suffered from like total whiplash. And it sounds like this one at least just kind of picks one and sticks with it a little bit. It does. It does. It, it's also the other thing I'll say is surprisingly, like it's kind of not a franchise building movie. Um, like they, they, they don't set up a sequel like kind of at all. Um, and it's not obvious what a sequel for this to this movie would have looked like. Um, and so maybe it's all for the best of the, the, that there wasn't one. Um, but it was very much like a, like a standalone kind of thing. Again, like the Angley Hulk movie, which, it's a movie I truly despise, um, which, <laughs> which I think is worse than this movie for sure. Um, but yeah, it was it was interesting. <laughs> I do believe that Angley Hulk movie is one of the few HD DVDs I had back in the day. Oh wow, <laughs> HD DVD! Uh, we were ready to die on that hill. <laughs> I was hoping so. Yeah. I didn't have to buy a PlayStation. I, I will admit that I watched the Ang Lee Hulk movie, I think two or three summers ago. And I was like kind of watching all of those Marvel superhero movies. Um, and I watched that one as part of it. And um, it's even more interminable than I remembered. Like it's just like, it's so boring and it's just like, and the comic book stuff, like the, like the literal comic book stuff where like they try to make it look kind like of, pages. Of, yeah. Kind of, kind of baffling. It's so over, they use it so much more than I remember. It's so over the top and it never works. It doesn't work once in, in yeah. any of the, any of those shots. So, but anyway, I would say, so, so should you watch fantastic, this fantastic four movie? I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I don't think I'll watch it again, but like if you, if you're dying for like some, a superhero movie that you can half pay attention to, like, yeah, this, this held my interest a lot better than I thought it would. And it was, certainly not the worst superhero movie i've ever seen by by a mile i would i Can would I... make i would make the raves paul joke 
but <laughs> I think that actually does qualify as a rave, considering what the uh, what the reviews for this movie were. Like that's that's probably a better a better review than I've heard. Well, it's also possible that my expectations were absolutely on the floor when I saw this movie that's, too. That's I true. thought it was, yeah. was going to be an unwatchable mess. Yeah, what made you put it on? Um, I honestly don't know. It's like not a movie I'd ever thought about watching, and I was I was thinking about a movie that I could watch to review here, and I wanted to watch something new, and um, I was kind of just surfing through Disney Plus to see what was available, and it sort of came up, and I was like. Oh, this movie's supposed to be really bad. Like, let me like, I'm in the mood for something really bad. Like, let me check this out, kind of a thing. And, <laughs> and it surprised me a little bit. So, positive. Paul needed to take a little break for a minute there, and sure as shit, he showed back up, huh? Yeah, that's right. It's, <laughs> like they said, this is basically a rave for this movie, which is <laughs> it's not the worst superhero not, not movie I've the ever worst seen. Superhero movie. <laughs> If we, what was the other line you said? If you want to half watch something in the background or something like that, yeah, put it on. Now I'm trying to think what the worst, what what superhero movies I hated more than this. I mean, aside from the Angley Hulk movie, which is just terrible. Who Iron uh, Man three? Iron Man three is not terrible. Iron Man Wait, two. Iron, Iron, Iron Man two is worse than Iron Man three. That's the one I'm thinking. The yeah, one with yeah. Mickey Rourke. Yeah, that the Mickey Rourke one. Yeah, I, uh, it's not. I, I watched it again not too long ago, and it wasn't as bad as I remembered. It's still not good. It's still probably the second worst Marvel MCU movie next to Thor: The Dark World. Um, I haven't seen that one. I'm, I'm kind I, of a Thor apologist when it comes to the MCU I'm, a little bit. I'm I'm fine with the first Thor. Well, I'm okay with the first Thor, and the second Thor. Like, there's a good scene or two, like. The stuff with Loki's pretty good, because the stuff with Loki's always pretty good. Um, but the rest of it, eh, the rest of it's kind of a slog. I mean, you know, Thor Ragnarok's awesome, so I, you, you won't hear anything from me on that one. I would say it's better than Superman Four. That I was, I was gonna say <laughs> Superman Four: Quest for Peace. Because that, that the one with the sun guy. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> that one's so bad. So and fucking, bad. And fucking John Cryer. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna uh, watch that again, huh? Not Superman four. No, we're not gonna watch Superman four. No, we're gonna watch some Christopher Reeves. I wouldn't what subject about, my uh, worst enemy to that. What about uh, Batman Forever or Batman and Robin? I haven't seen those movies in so so long. I've never seen Batman and Robin all the way through. I've only seen like pieces and clips of it. Batman Forever, I saw in the, uh, I saw in the theater. I saw both of them in the theater. Yeah, we didn't see them together. Strangely enough. Because I know who I saw Batman Forever with. Nish, you mentioned you saw about 15 minutes of this movie randomly. Now I'm very curious to know yes. which 15 minutes of yes, this movie you've it, seen. It is, um, it is the part where uh, they are wherever they are. It's the incident part, basically. Um, uh, I, I don't think I saw them get their powers, but I saw them in that. They're like in some other dimension, right? Or like in some weird world that like yeah. looks kind of like. I don't know. I, like, I only vaguely remember it. Um, and and what I remember, right, is that Doom, v Victor Von Doom, is with them, right? He also gets his... And he gets, like, left there or something like that? Is that right? Or, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay, see, see? So, I, yeah. So, that that's the part I saw. Very, very <laughs> randomly. That That is extremely random, yeah. Yep. 
What but about no. the second the second Hellboy movie? Everybody kind of hated that one. I didn't mind or, that movie. It's not I as good as the it. first one. I, I saw it. I thought it was okay. The David Harbinger one? Oh, that one. Oh, Sorry. The, that was supposed yeah, to be yeah. just terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reboot. Sorry, because the original Hellboy, there were two Hellboy movies. Oh, I thought you were talking about the second that. one of those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, I haven't seen that one. Yeah. I was I was sad to hear that that's supposed to be terrible because I you know I like David Harbor but yeah it's yeah. Harbor I always thought it was Harbinger no it's Harbor, Harbor. with a with a like spelled like the British way H A R B O U R oh okay um they call them boat trolleys um <laughs> there you go does the oh, League okay. of Extraordinary Gentlemen count as a superhero movie yeah I think it does because that movie sucks. Yeah, that movie does suck. That's basically the movie that <laughs> retired Sean Connery. <laughs> yeah, what a way to go out, huh? Yeah. Where he's like, I'm not acting in anything after this. All right, I'm just going to spend the rest of the night thinking about movies, terrible bad, superhero bad, movies. Bad, bad superhero movies. Yeah. yeah. 